Hi, and welcome to the Mojo Sports Network Women in League show, where we talk all things NRLW. I'm your host, Gab Rose, and I'm here again with Georgie Sumter for another episode to review the week that was, preview the upcoming games, and discuss the hot issues in Women's Rugby League. You can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and follow us on socials at Mojo Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get started. Hello, Georgie, and welcome oh, to what's going to be a massive show this week. How are you doing? Yeah. Great. Good round of footy. Great round of footy. I can't wait to get into this week's show where we have our normal weekly review and preview. Uh, we have an interview with Roosters fullback Corbin Baxter. A special Mojo mini guest drops in to talk about her behind-the-scenes look at the NRLW TV commentators, and we discuss the best position in the NRLW this, at this moment. And in late-breaking news, uh, sure you've heard, looks like Jess Sergis might be out for the season with a fractured finger. That's yeah. massive news, Georgie. Having surgery. Jamie Fressard's coming in to replace her, which uh, the young rookie Wood is staying on the wing. Yeah, Mia Wood, she scored four <clears throat> tries, I think, in two games. So you bring Fressard in and while Sergis is a loss, that's it's still a pretty good backup plan, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone will stop them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not looking likely. So let's get into review of round seven games. Ooh. Raiders v Knights down in Canberra. It was an interesting game. Wasn't it? What's going on with the Raiders? Um, start so well. But, but they were consistent throughout. They just, I don't know, they just can't seem to follow through and halftime seems to be their worst enemy at the minute. Yeah. Um, they're not playing bad, but then they're not playing exceptional like they were. Yeah, it was definitely the tale of two halves, I thought, that game. So Canberra seemed yeah. seemingly in control. I think it was 10-0 at half time, and it was a double by uh, Bartlett on the wing for the Raiders in the first half. And, and then second half, I think Tamika Upton just uh, took <laughs> control. So And Jessie Southwell, she scored a great try as well, a, a trademark Jessie Southwell try, a big step off the right foot five metres out. And mm. as I said on the TV, you know it's coming, but it's uh, – it's not easy to stop. That's right. Um, Jessie stepped up after she made that error for the dropout. What um, were your thoughts on that one? That's fair. You, you know you've got that. If she hadn't bounced the ball, she'd have been right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she had one second. Um, yeah, I think it's fair because you have that time and a lot of the time, what if it's, you know, to wind, to wind down the clock in the game and there's a point in it and it gives them opportunity for a field goal or things like that. So I do think it's fair. Um, yeah. And she probably won't do that again. It'll be a lesson learned. So she gave she two points up. away. Yeah, yeah. And then literally stepped up and stepped around yeah. him and, and scored the winning try. Mm. So and, that put Knights kind of back to the top of the table, didn't it? Absolutely. And I just want to mention um, Sheridan Gallagher, young mm. rookie. I do think she might get rookie of the year. Well, I hope so. She was a yeah. young Matilda, but she's also my birthday twin, I've discovered. Is she? Well, that's an yeah. interesting fact. Yeah, I was cheering once I went and had a little gander at her. And only a couple of years before, I'm guessing. Uh, not many, not many, <laughs> about 15 or 18 or something. <laughs> but she is a good story, isn't she? Like come from the young yes. Matildas and then transferred yes. across to another sport, obviously an athletic young person and has made the transition really well. well and, well. yeah, you know, um, excelling. Absolutely. Rookie of the year I'm going for there. All right. Called it early. I have called it early. I mean. A lot of rookie tries this week too. Yeah, 
Yeah, it definitely was in, in one of the games, which we'll get to later. I think it was Tigers had 11 of their 17 players were in their first season of NRLW. So it's a big effort. Absolutely it is. So that then takes us to the second game. And, and for anyone that's, that is watching this, Georgie's actually wearing a Broncos jersey because the Broncos played, or Georgie's Broncos played my Sharks. And the, mm. the game was in the balance there at the end, but I did pick Broncos as well. Much went with my head, not my heart, but Georgie Broncos were the winners. Could have went either way. Like it was a it was a really good game of footy, and that's how footy should be. Um, twenty eight degrees was the temperature at the beginning of that game, um, which you could tell. Um, yeah, I just I, I loved everything about it. Um, Tonegado for you guys. Um, she probably should have a head knock every week. She didn't. She play well after that. <laughs> <laughs> she she really did. She that try where she scored and ran whatever it was seventy eighty meters and kind of put sharks back in the game. But I think when she went off, it was a real turning point. The Broncos scored two tries while she was off for that um, HA, which was another hit to the nose. Which Ali Brigginshaw had obviously had the previous week and did an amazing job backing up after a broken nose. But funny enough, I saw Sharks coach Tony Herman today in an Oz Tag Gala day. He's his daughter and my son go to the same school and they're in Oztag Gala today and we spoke about that game and that moment when Tonegato went off and that's kind of when Broncos took control and, and ended up leading by 16 and then when she was back on, Sharks came back into it and, and probably should have and could have and should have won the won the game. Absolutely. Um, I did think at the end of it, yeah, here we go, Sharks are going to have a last-minute Hail Mary and... That's all either golden point or they're going to win this. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she just got to watch it. New South Wales Player of the Year, was it? Yeah, last night at the uh, Brad Fittler Award. So, and I think well-deserved. I thought she had a great Absolutely. State of Origin series. You had three Sharkies get awards. Yeah. Ollie Wheeler. Yeah, she got the Harvey uh, Norman one, I think, didn't she? Yep. Oh, my God. I just I just read it all to you, you know. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, no, it's absolutely well-deserved by Tonegato. I did have best on field for Broncos, uh, Nua Sala. She had a massive 185 metres, a try. Yeah. Um, great effort for a forward in that heat. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a couple of uh, there was a couple of other good players, I thought, from the Broncos. I thought Gail Broaden had a really good game. And in defence, I thought shut down Taylor and Tonegato at the start of the game was Sinead Siasolka in the centres. She was reading the play amazingly well and just cutting it off. And I noticed she didn't get in the team of the week. She probably would have been in my team of the week. But I, I thought a few of those Broncos players really stood out. Absolutely. She's quite a achiever out there, um, Sinead. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked the Jada palmed off Gail, but then Gail stepped her and laughed. And I thought, that's just <laughs> fitting. Like, yeah, this yeah. is how you do it. This is the old school way. And I'll step yeah, it's in. nice to see that. She had it a big was, smile on was, her face, Gail Broaden, didn't she, for yeah. the entire game? Yeah, so it, that was, was it was great. It was great. But in see. saying that, I think that's probably um, put Broncos in a good position to make the four, and it, it's probably ruled the Sharks out for the year. They're only on four points in a couple of games that, you know, they probably could have won, and, and it's probably going to cost them position in the four, I say, win the last two games and relying on results. But that was probably well, their last ditch effort. I believe our second podcast, I said Broncos might make the four. See, no, bad I'm backing them in. Yeah, I'm backing them oh, in. But we'll it, wait and see. That's great. Yeah, I can I'm wear sure. that jersey for the next four weeks. Lucky I've got a few, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we've spoken enough about uh, my Sharks losing that game. Let's move straight <laughs> along 
to another game in the heat up there. It had cooled down yeah. a little bit to about 25, 26 degrees, but mm. Cowboys versus Dragons. Mm. Now, that was a result. That was a game of two halves too, wasn't it? It sure was. Um, it sure was. I thought this is going to be a tight game, but then the Dragons, wow. Um, McGregor and Nathan Wong just led that team around. Um, McGregor's kicking, I think, has been the best I've seen. Um, That kick from the sideline that was dead perfect, straight over the black dot line. Oh, I know. That was was amazing. And Kira Dibbett done one earlier in the game as well. The the conversions by the women this year have been outstanding. Mm. The one where McGregor, you're talking about the one where she brought on the side, 15 15 men, she cut down her angle and she just went straight through the post. Yes. I was like, and I think this. Yeah, it was a great, and I think you spoke about it last time we were spoken about before that if you give McGregor and Nathan Wong time to get the kicks away, it's it's at your own peril because when they have time, they're they're, they're very good at executing the kick. Um, so if you give them time, then it's it's to your own disadvantage, and that was what happened in that game, and, and they yes, just took was. control. Mm. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, McGregor's done, I saw, uh, 19, just a bit behind Taylor Preston from the Sharks, but in kick metres for the year, she's done just shy of 2,000 metres wow. in the seven games, whereas Taylor Preston's just a little bit over. So, so they're, you know, very close in terms of their kick metres. Yeah. So 48-16, which has put Dragons in contention Yeah. for the finals. Who'd have thought? They Who'd beat... have... Not me. No, I didn't think. I didn't think that at all. Um, yes, I, I love the did pass for that try that cut out to her winger. Yep. Um, and then, you know, Fran Goldthorpe beating five and they just had such strong plays, but yeah, they just couldn't get any more points on the board because the Dragons hold their line and they shut you down and yeah, yeah. and you've just got no answers. And I think that also gets to those younger players and going, you know, what do we do here? Like. Yeah. yeah, they're a lot tougher this week. The Dragons, where they'd been <laughs> slow in the ruck and against Gold Coast the previous week and got out yeah. to a really bad start. This week, they'd obviously spoken about it in training, and they turned it around. And I mean, forty-eight points. It was a record for Dragons, and it was you know if they could have got one more of those conversions right at the end, there it would have been a record for the NRLW. So well done to Jamie and the Dragons. I say. Do you think Tegan Berry's no try was a try? Would you have called it? Would you have given it? I would have given it. What about you? Yeah, I'd have given it. Absolutely. She's on 10. She's got 10 tries now for the year, so maybe she's had her quota. <laughs> Give someone no, else I'd a go to I'd, I'd have given it, absolutely, even for effort. Oh, well, she just keeps rolling on week on week. So, And as Incredible. we spoke about last week, her week, her um, run metres are amazing, over 225 yeah. each week. So she keeps on keeping on. So that then takes us to what was a really good match at points. Uh, at times, Titans versus Tigers. Yeah, geez, the Tigers are missing Kezi Apps, aren't they? They sure are. And Horn, but they're back. Um, they'll be back next week. And I think uh, Togatuki, is that her name? That was suspended. Yeah, Togatuki. Well. Yeah, I mean, that's three three of their top players for the year were out. I thought yeah. they were valiant, the Tigers. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a great word for them because they did. They just put, they put it all... Altogether, I mean, that Christian um, Poe was my outstanding player. Um, yeah. Her pass to Pollard, but even her runs, her offloads, um, she's in that game constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just, like I said to you, that one game 
where you knew Karen Murphy wasn't happy, and they've just built on that, the Titans, yeah. um, and she's not gonna she's not gonna want to go back to that point. I don't think so. I think she would have. They probably could have put him away a little bit earlier in that game, uh, given as we said, Tigers had eleven of seventeen players in their rookie season and, and missing, obviously, three of their key players, but. Shannon Mardo, 287 metres yes, she ran. What an like, effort. I, yeah. She was my man of the match and, and closely yep. behind Georgia Hale with 48 tackles. To, yes. She's running. She's doing those tackles every week. But I thought Shannon Mardo up front was unbelievable. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I, yeah, I just I can't believe how forwards keep going like this. And, you know, it's hot. Their back end of this season, and um, yeah. yeah, she was really outstanding at our end team, in team of the week, which is well deserved. Yeah, that's yep. where I was headed. Mm. So that now takes us to the last game of the <clears> round, <throat> and probably not surprising, it was Roosters versus Eels at Gosford, which oh. I haven't seen what the official crowd was, but they seem to be streaming in there just prior to the start of the game up at, up at Gosford, which is great to see. Yeah, it is. But as we said, no surprise, Roosters way too good. Well, they started with a few errors, um, yep. and I, w- I was watching the game with Kath, and she and she said, "Geez, the Eels have started well here," and because yep. we knew, I knew the score before I watched the game. I said, "You would not have thought that would be the score watching this." Um, yep. The Eels put a lot of effort in, um, and they have really, really gone forward. From you know, I know they're losing, but they've really built on a few weeks ago and having that win. Regardless that you've had a loss here, but you've had a win, and Charrington's back next week, so that would be yeah, that'll make it much. How do you how it's, do you stop those rooster girls? I don't know. And it's funny you said it because yeah. my first sentence here on my notes for this game is Eels started well, <laughs> yeah, but then the roosters ran a couple of really good set attacking plays at about the twelve and fifteen minute mark, I think it was, and, and just went straight through, and then it kind of just snowballed from there. It's but I don't know how footy. you stop the roosters. Basic. It's basic. They're yep. playing basic footy. Um, yeah, you, you, I'm hoping next week's game, which we'll touch on with the Knights Roosters, will go the Knights way just for that fun of it. Um, but you, you just cannot fault, you know, Baxter Kelly Aiken surges. Like you just can't. There's no, I don't think there's anybody in the comp. I mean, everybody's a good player, but there's just, they're just at a different level. There's nobody up there with those guys that have all clicked together, worked together yeah. doing this. I, I can't think of another, yeah, you all click over here and you, you're doing your thing, but these guys are, yeah, up here. Yeah, they're, they're definitely next level. And, and you just spoke of their superstar backline and then you, you flip it to the forwards and, you know, Millie Boyle, Olivia Koenig, Olivia Keely Joseph, yeah. Keely Davis. Yeah. before you even look and they're just so strong and they stick to their plan and they stick to their processes and and then the tries come rolling off the back of that so I had player of the matches Taryn Aiken but I actually thought Jessica Sergis I know she went off injured but I thought she had a really good game as well yeah I had strong. her I had to be that pass out for the try and then her own try step step try um yeah. for her first try um and yeah and and strong for her second try but yeah Fingers gone, yeah. and which is sad to see, but um, like we touched on, that Fresar will be back and good replacement. Yeah, very they're strong. not lacking. They're not lacking with skills. No, they are not. So, who did you have as your player of the week, Georgie? Player of the week. 
Last week was obviously a standout with, with Tegan Berry, and that was quite obvious, but this week was a, a little bit trickier. Ali Brigginshaw this week on the fact that she had to be hurting. Um, yeah. And you saw every tackle she put her head down, so her face wasn't hit or, you know, arms didn't come into her face. Um, and I think it was brave, a brave effort, um, a big effort to put them into the fore. So, yeah, Ali, Ali was my pick this week. Her and Gail, they, um, I hope that they really can keep them for I mean, I, don't, I can't see Ali wanting to leave the club, but I um, hope Gail will stay a couple more years and they really build everyone around them. Yeah. Well, as we said, she looks like she's enjoying her footy, so it's yeah. always a good sign. That's when they're yeah. going to play well. What about you? I had, I had Shannon Mato just with the those run metres I thought were for Gold Coast. She was, she was my player of the week. Yeah. So, yeah, and tackle of the week, I had <laughs> Caitlin Johnson. Absolutely. Hands down. Oh, even watching that outside back will not she will not run that way again no and it was (laughs) she was brave running at her and Caitlin Johnson is looking so fit and can just move and she's so agile and she just you knew it was going to happen I'm I'm not sure yeah poor Jess she had a bit of whiplash and down she went (laughs) (laughs) it was a a great tackle and you know front row being down the field chasing that kick so that's all effort that's an effort play, and so she yeah. deserved that that tackle of the week just for the effort yeah. for getting down there. Yeah, I think Appy Nichols saw her coming and was like, "Yeah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not having this. You're having this." I, I think a few will be looking at that video and uh, deciding this week not to run at Caitlin Johnson. Absolutely, yeah, that was a great hit, wasn't it? Yeah. So, so moving on, last week I got to sit down with Roosters fullback Corbin Baxter, and we spoke about NRLW life as a mother. So with a newborn and an older son as well. So let's listen to a snippet here of Corbin talking to the Mojo Sports Network on the Mad Minute. Easy part done now, Corbin. So now we're going into the Mojo Sports Mad Minute. Going to give you a list of questions which you haven't seen, and we're going to get through as many as we can in 60 seconds. Now, I said to Andy Robinson last week, you can pass. But be careful because I might then jump in and answer for you. So you never <laughs> okay. know what I'll say. All right, you ready for it? I'm ready. All right, start easy. Favorite food? Seafood. Nice. Hardest thing about having a new baby? Uh, the sleep. I love my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you played your first game of league? I was 20 years old. Now, if somebody could sponsor you, had one company, dream company that could sponsor you, who would you choose? Oh, Oh, I'm a big, like, oh, this might be a bit lame, but I'm a big chocolate lover, so like dairy milk or something. Oh, yes, that's mine as well. Is it? Oh, really? How good. Let's bring them after this. Yeah. Uh, Favourite book? Um, Atomic Habits. Yeah, I love that book. Superpower on the field. If I could have one? Yeah. Or what, Um, no, what your superpower is. Oh, my superpower. Oh. um, Don't be humble. Oh, gosh. Supporting. (laughs) I feel like I thought leadership, yeah. Oh, okay, yep. yeah. All right. Good. Uh, funniest teammate? That would have to be like right now in the Roosters. Yeah. Uh, Keely Davis. She's a cracker. Okay. Yeah. As long as I didn't want you to say Kylie Hilda then because I've known oh. Kylie for <laughs> 30 she's years. Pretty, she's quality. <laughs> Who's the one celebrity you would like to meet? Beyonce. <laughs> um, how do you relax away from footy? Oh, just time with family at the beach. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This one might, I don't know if you get this one. What is your favourite karaoke song? Oh, 
I really should stay away from karaoke. It's what actually Kiana and I love a karaoke and um oh, Shakira, it's not hips don't lie, but it's um I forget what it's called. She's got a good one, something Shakira. I think it's because we like to dance as well, so we think that it's our it's our time to shine. Our- okay. Well, for those that are listening to this, um Corbin was just doing some Shakira moves <laughs> <laughs> as well. Um, two to go. Favorite ice cream flavor. Boysenberry. Who's going to be in the 2023 NRL Grand Final? NRL? NRLW, sorry. NRLW? Yes. Um, the Roosters. Yes. And I think the Knights. Okay, good choice. Done. You've done it. You survived. Yay, I answered the ball. Very well. <laughs> now, we did have a lot of similar answers, so uh, we might be kindred spirits here along the way. Okay, Georgie, Corbin has been playing some great football this year, hasn't she? Hasn't she? Um, she had an exceptional game this week. Um, she has seven games and five tries this year, coming back yep. from being a mum, a new mum. Twelve tackle breaks, three tries, two line breaks, average of one forty-four meters a game. Pretty She's impressive. A freak. What a freak! Who does that? Yep. I can guarantee you, eight months after I have my son. I wasn't right. He's two and a half. I don't think I'm running. I'm not running. I'm not doing that. Like she's incredible and power to her. Yeah. 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 And she spoke about in the interview about, you know, it's a juggle and, and doing different things, but working. Yeah. Doing, doing a great job. And as we both said, she's really excelling this year and and making a difference to that team. Oh yeah. They couldn't. I don't think that, I think if touch wood, nothing ever happens, but an injury, or her not playing would could be and would be detrimental to them. Yep. She directs Definitely. them very well from the back. Yep. yep. So you can hear that full interview. It's going to be posted later in the week, the full interview with Corbin Baxter, and, and tune in to, to listen to Life is on the NRL Road as a mother. So now I'm pleased to welcome our first Mojo mini guest to the panel today, Kobe Ma. Kobe is 17 and she's one of my nieces and a massive rugby league lover and a shark supporter. So I'll just put that out. There's Kobe. Hi, Kobe. Hey. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? We are well. We are well. Thanks for joining us. All good. Now, Kobe was lucky enough, Georgie, to get the chance to go behind the Mm -hmm. scenes last weekend to see how they film and commentate. Uh, She spent a day with the NRLW team. So. What a great experience, Kobe. So just give us our viewers a, a brief idea of what you did and what was the best part of your day. Yeah, so it was a very amazing experience. Thanks for organising that, Gav. But so first of all, we started in the Channel 9 studio. I met Alana there and I saw the behind the scenes of how the pre-game and the half-game shows were filmed. And then I got to sit alongside Alana and Ruan Sims as they nice. called the game. So that was very interesting. Uh, and then we headed to Cogra after that, and I got to for the Knights Dragons NRL game, and I got to witness her doing the pregame interviews with the players. I also then, for the best part of the day, probably would have been sitting on the sideline at the game. That was an experience I will never forget. That was very cool. Yeah, so I, I loved getting to sit down and chat and spend time with Alana. She's a legend, and I met players. I met Rachel Pearson in the studio as well as Emma Lawrence. So that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it yeah. was a good day. Well, I think Georgie and I are both pretty <laughs> jealous of that. What Very jealous. Georgie? Very jealous. Yeah, um, you had the earpiece in, didn't you, Kobe? Yeah, on the sideline. Very professional wow. on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> 
What were you going to say, Georgie? Are you looking at, do, sorry, do you play? No. No. I don't so, play league. <laughs> I want to. Um, are you looking at going into a career of uh, media? Yes, definitely, for sure, yeah. I want to get into that industry and it like, opened my eyes up seeing how it all works and what a day in the life is. So, yeah, definitely would be interested. Great experience. Good on you. Yeah. Awesome. And thank you, obviously, to Alina Fergus for, Ferguson for allowing that to happen for Kobe. Yes. So I know uh, Kobe was very appreciative of that. Now, Kobe, are you thinking you want to be in front of the camera or behind the camera? I'm not really <laughs> sure. I reckon a mix of both. Bit behind, bit in front. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Perfect answer. Perfect yeah. answer. <laughs> so what we're going to do now, Kobe, you're going to be in the hot seat with Georgie mm. in our tips for the week, the week coming up. Now, it's getting close to the final. There's only a couple of games to go. Yep. So things are getting tight, a couple of teams hustling for top four positions. We think the Roosters and the Knights and, and possibly the Titans have already locked in a spot, but there's probably two or three teams that going for that final or uh, that fourth position. So we're going to start with the first game of this week, Sharks v Dragons. Georgie, what are you thinking on that? Thursday night, Shark Park? I think the Dragons after last week, um, this week just gone, they are exceptional. And um, there's, I believe there's no changes. So um, where are my thing is here? Uh, no, I think the Dragons... Kobe, careful oh. what you say here. <laughs> <laughs> It'll definitely be a good matchup. I think Dragons have got on a bit of a roll now through Tegan Berry, and I think the Sharks will come back firing after their loss last week. So I'm going to stick with the Sharkies. Are you a Shark supporter? I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> brainwashed. You're not allowed to be in our family, Georgie, if you're not a Shark supporter. That's, oh. that's <laughs> kind of the rule. <laughs> but I, there... I'm actually with Kobe on this one. I know. If you looked at the, the games last weekend, you would probably say Dragons, and they're going to be more desperate because they can potentially make the finals with, with two late wins. But yeah. I think the Sharks might just relax this week. I think the shackles might come off, and I think you might see a free-flowing style from the Sharks, and I'm hoping that's what happens, and Sharks get a win. Well, it is a big game because they're both on six. Um no, yeah. sharks are four. Sharks yeah. are only on are four. Yeah. yeah. So we've only had two. Maybe you're seeing the future, Georgie. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. we're going to be on six after Thursday. Maybe you'll be on six next week. Uh, I hope so. so. I do hope so. But I just, yeah, watching the Dragons play last week and how their halves play with Tegan at the back, yeah, I just, they're strong. Yeah. Let's There's hope the Sharks base. bustle up, move Good up on you, um, the two halves. Yeah, I'm going to head down to that one. So it should be should be a good game. Yeah. Nice. All right, second game, Tigers v Broncos. Looks like it's Saturday 11.30 at Newcastle. We'll go with you first here, Kobe. I reckon it'll be – I think the Broncos will be seeking to solidify their position in the top four, and I think with the form of Gail Broaden and also Ali Brigginshaw at the moment, I think they'll be too good for the Tigers, although the Tigers do welcome back Kedzie Apps and Rakeo Horn, which are big additions for them, so – yeah. Could be closer than you think, but I think the Broncos will be too good. Ooh, yep. I might be converting her to a Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Georgie. I yeah, think we know the answer here, but who are you going for? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, hopefully it will be a good game with those, with those um, inclusions back in the Tigers, but, yeah, Bronx are on their way now. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, Broncos for me as well, I think. 
I think you're right, Kobe, though, and Georgie with, with Kezi up and Rakea Horn coming back in. It, it will definitely tighten things up, but I think Broncos have got too much to play for. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, and then they should get a good crowd here because then you've got Knights v Roosters. Now, that is a blockbuster game. Match of the round. Yeah. Match of the round. Georgie, who are you going for? I, I, I really don't know because <laughs> I think it'll be so good. Well, I hope it'll be so good. Um, I have tipped Knights just because they're on a roll and they're at home and that crowd gets behind them. But the Roosters are really untouchable. So, And after the Knights' performance last week, it's, oh. You can't sit on the fence. You need to. I, have, I don't have tipped Knights, but. Oh, good. Yes. Good. Okay. Not going to be any. Adjust. Two points in it. I'm, I'm going. Yeah. Could be a, a grand final preview. Yeah. Very well could be, yes. Yeah. Kobe? I reckon the Knights will be hard to beat off a good win last week, but I think even though the Roosters don't have Jess Sergis, I think they're way too strong across the park. So I think they'll come away with a win in a very close game. Could be the game of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one each. Now, I struggled to pick a winner here as well, but I've gone for Newcastle Knights just. I think that Roosters might have a a loss here and then bounce back, and I think not having Sergis will... Like we said, they've got, they've got an able replacement, but I just think the Knights, with the home crowd, might get across the line. But, again, I think we all agree, match of the round, possibly yep. match of the season and and super close game. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, big good one. Very good yep. game. So then Sunday we've got two games. We've got Cowboys versus Raiders, 11.30 up on the Gold Coast. Kobe? Probably have to go with the Raiders for this game, I think. Both teams have been coming off a few losses, so they'll be hungry for the win. I mean, if Kira Dibb's kicking game is on fire, the Cowboys have a chance, but the likes of Zahara Tamara and Arpi Nichols out the back, I think the Raiders will be too good. But that's if they can stick it out for the whole 80 minutes because we've seen um, they've slacken off a bit in the second half. So, yeah, I think Raiders. Yeah. Georgie? Because they've slacken off in the second half, I don't think they can do it. Um <laughs> Have you two had one tip the same? I'm not sure that you have. <laughs> Broncos. Broncos. <laughs> okay, that's right. Um, so you're going Cowboys, Georgie? I am going the Cowboy girls. Um, they, they, they've got a win in them. They've got a win. It's going to be their time to have a win in them, absolutely. And, yeah, just the Raiders are strong, but they're just not finishing strong. Yeah, it's it's, it's been a shame that watching the Raiders because in those first yeah. two or three rounds we were – about to buy a Raiders jersey, I think. Well, we were, I said we that would be in the grand it. final. Mm. Yeah, they, they really had a strong start to the season and it's, they haven't had too many injuries. It just feels like it, it's, I don't know if it's the intention or what's happened, but in saying that, though, I've actually picked the Raiders this week. I think they, they're desperate for a win to try and get into that top four. Mm. And so I'm picking the Raiders, but, yeah, in another close one. I think it's a really hard round this week to pick, but I'm going Raiders. Yeah. So... It's tough. We're on the same. Yeah. And last game for the round, Titans v Eels. Titans home game, 130 up on the Gold Coast. Georgie? I'd like to see the Eels win, but I have taken the Titans. I think they're on a roll. Yeah. 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 Kobe? Same. I'm going to go with the Titans. They've been very consistent this year, coming off a few close matches with winning. And even though it's been a tough season for the Eels, I think their only hope will be Kennedy Charrington coming back. But, yeah, I think Titan's too good for them. Yeah, and it's a it's a bingo from me. I'm going Titans as well. So, 
again, I think we all agree they've got too much to play for and, and really cement their spot in the top four. So, Kobe, that in the hot seat, that was easy for you. Are you sure you didn't ring Alana Ferguson today and, and get her tips on there <laughs> no, as well? No. <laughs> or you. I'm impressed. Uh, so that moves us on now. We have our viewer question, which this week comes from Michael, who asks, have either of us, and I'm going to throw this out to Kobe as well, so have any of you played rugby league? And if so, or even if not, what position do you think you would play and which current NRLW player are you most like? Georgie. Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> I played one year of league tag and then I had knee surgeries because um, I've always had a dodgy knee from water skiing. Um, back in the day, I did see on my memories the other day, it's about 15 years since I broke my leg, kicking a conversion, pissed in a pair of Ugg boots. I got the goal, <laughs> broke my leg, bit of fun. But you got the goal. Um, knee high Uggies, that was the problem. I got the goal. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I said to Kathy, if I played rugby league, where would you put me? Um, and she said I'd be a right centre because that's the, the way I pass. We do throw the ball out the backyard. I love it. We kick it around and throw it around. And But, yeah, um, I'd be worse than just gentle. Like, yeah, don't let my size fool you. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> nuts. You're not tackling me. But saying that, leg tag's pretty rough. Um, it can be. There's a lot of contact. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I played that after I got clearance having shoulder surgery and went and um, had a go at it and, yeah, even, I know it was five or six years ago, um, nah, not for me, not for my broken <laughs> body. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so right centre. Yeah, that's awesome. where I'd be. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think for me I would be more running running half or 5'8 would be my style. So more probably, and I haven't played a game of rugby league either, just putting it out there, but I would like to say I'd be like an Ali Brigginshaw style. So trying to play smart, use my head with my kicking game and, and play the long game in terms of territory, uh, but also eyes up footy, as, as the saying is, and, and know which option to take. And I would definitely want to take a role as a leader and mentor to the younger girls, So, which is another reason why I would say I would like to be. I was saying, obviously, I am like Ali Brigginshaw, but I would like to play like Ali Brigginshaw if I was playing. You agree with that, Kobe? Oh, I do. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on the Christmas list, Kobe. Well done. <laughs> All right, now, Kobe, do you have a play that, or maybe even if you don't have a player you think you'd play like, uh, are there a favourite player or somebody you would aspire to play like? Favourite player would probably be Jess Sergis or Emma Todogano. Love, love them. Very good players. Yep. Okay. Kobe's being very humble there because Kobe is a very good touch and tag player and, and throws a really great pass and sniffs out an intercept regularly do love an intercept yeah if we can if we can find a player who's taken a few intercepts then maybe that would be you Kobe well yep. Georgie and I look into that and get back to you <laughs> <laughs> so we've got one more thing we're going to discuss today uh hottest position Georgie as in the position you think mm-hmm. that's firing the most at the moment in the NRLW Going on from last week, fullbacks. I think the fullbacks are still having a great game across the board. Um, I can't pick one because I think they're all consistent. Um, yeah, they're all playing. All the fullbacks, exceptional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree one hundred percent. Kobe, did you have a thought on that one? I'd have to agree with you there as well. I think also the halves have been very good. The kicking game's improved, game management, ball playing, all that. And the forwards have also been giving it a crack this season. But, yeah, definitely full backs across the board. 
Yeah. yeah, I think we're all in agreement on that. As yeah. you said, right at, right across the park, Barry, Alite, Upton, Baxter, We could go through the whole 10, Betty Welsh, Nichols, Abbey Church, all of them. Oh, look, everyone. Yeah, well done to the fullbacks. I really think you have been a standout the entire season right across the board. So well done. Yeah. Well done to you're you guys. getting better. Yeah. And I think going back on saying, like you're saying in the halves, how they've, um, they're playing well together. Here's my thing with they need to stay two to three years. You you can't take somebody away from you can't take Gail away from Ali now because yep. then you've got to start a start again. And yep. you know, if you're in top four this year and then you're starting again with your halves and they're not going to click or they don't know each other's play, where are you again? You know, you're back down there, it's another building you. This is why yep. they need to look at players staying at clubs a lot longer. Yep. Yep. Agreed. 100%. So, because it ta- does take, particularly the halves, they are forming combinations either together yeah. on the same side of the ruck or, or playing either side of the ruck. So it does take a few weeks, and we're seeing now in the back end the halves combinations like your Broaden and Brigginshaw and um, your, your McGregor, McGregor and um, yep Nathan Wong. Like that's they're just taking a few weeks to get together, but they're doing a great job at the back end of the season, and that's exciting moving into yeah. finals time. Yeah, it is. Sure is. Uh, so, Georgie, team of the week. A few omissions probably. So I know we've looked at it the last few weeks. Were there any omissions from you that – or what did you think of Team of the Week? My favourite person in Team of the Week was Mackenzie Wickey that played for the Raiders. Um, she had an outstanding game. Um, she got injured. Would she have HIA? HIA? Yeah, yeah, she would have HIA, but she's a powerhouse. Yeah, she had massive, massive um, stats against her. Um, yeah. She – I only played for 57 minutes, but she ran for 250 minutes. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Like, that's outstanding. Because yeah. you've got somebody like Tegan Berry playing 70 minutes running that. So, yeah, um, yeah team of the week, it's pretty good. Not the two, the last two we've had. Um, and you look at this and you think of the people that are left out. Yeah. I looked at Jess Surgis, I thought might have, but you're right, like both the centres that were in were good, but I thought Jess Surgis, and as I said, I would have had uh, Sinead Sia-Solker in as well. I thought she had a great defensive game. So they were probably the two, and even Ali Brigginshaw had another great game with Gail. I know Gail Broaden's on the bench. Mm. So, yeah, there were, there were a few I possibly would have put in, but it, it's hard because there are so many good players at the moment and the stats that, you know, there's a few you've read out, they really are amazing stats. And Wiki. If she did 250 metres in 50 minutes, you would assume she'd break 300. Yes. 70. <laughs> she would have, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, any other comments, Georgie, on, on the week that was? No, or week I did. Um, I ran into Luke Taylor on the weekend and he was cheering for our pod. Um, he has left NRL. He's working for a different foundation with Indigenous kids at school now. Um, yeah, but he's... Um, He's been listening to it and I visited my hometown and I was surprised um, how many people are actually listening to our podcast and loving it. Um, none of them really do say a lot. We don't have, you don't see a lot of comments, but people tell you in person. So that's nice that's to hear nice that they're listening, them. listening to it and they're all enjoying it. So we must be doing something, right? Awesome. That is <laughs> nice to hear. Yeah. Toby, you survived okay? I did, yeah. You're, you're a little <laughs> bit nervous. I thought you did an amazing job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So start your media you career. Might get you back on in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, another another mini mojo special guest. So well done 
today. Thank you very thank much for joining you. us. On behalf of Georgia and myself, we we do want to thank Kobe for coming on and, and sharing her really cool behind the scenes experience. Uh, and hopefully one me. day, that's okay. <laughs> Luck hopefully one day we see you doing what you love. Yes, for sure. Or, or yeah. behind the scenes, Kobe. Uh, and a massive thank you to everybody for listening in. As Georgie said, we, we really appreciate everybody listening in. We love that we get to chat all things NRLW. Uh, so tell your friends to listen in. Have a great weekend following your footy teams. Go the Broncos. Go the Sharks. Go the Sharkies. Sharkies. <laughs> and Georgie, I will see you next week. You will see me next week. Same Have channel. You yeah. too, mate.